0: Assalamu alaikum peace and blessings be on... All my viewers out there, welcome to another TMV podcast associated with Muslim Vibe and thank you very much to Hasib and Nori Sardar for joining us today on the show because we are indeed celebrating three-year anniversary of the Muslim Vibe today. Um, so yeah, really excited and we're doing it again. We are showcasing the Skittles which Nori bought us before the show because we live it out large here. Um, so yeah, um, but more importantly today, we obviously have some very serious things which we want to talk about as well. Um, in specifics um, we're talking American culture today guys um, because there are several stories which really need to be discussed Um, and a first I think needs to be the Las Vegas shooting Um, in light of all the kind of you know recent events that have happened whether it be in America whether it be in Europe in England um, it's interesting to see the thread of uh, media representation thereafter the way in which it's discussed the way in which that it's kind of um, portrayed now, I'm saying all of that. That's one side of the argument, boys. The whole concept of, you know, is it a terrorist attack? What is it? You know, um, is it just a vigilante individual thing? You know, lone you wolf. Know, yeah, lone wolf. Um, is this a result of, you know, um, the whole kind of Republican, Democratic, you know, back and forth between Trump and Clinton, whatever it may be. Um, then there's the other thing about gun laws. Mm-hmm. you know, because obviously, being a Brit, we're not allowed guns. Um, and therefore there's a lot to say that, you know, um, if you compare statistics, be it crime over here versus there, etc. there's an argument to say that where you legalize guns, it's inevitable that you're going to have these kind of events occurring. Right. I don't know where you stand in it. Cause I don't think we've ever discussed the idea yeah. of, you know, um, almost, uh, the idea of self I don't know what the word is, self-militarising, you know, being able to defend oneself with one's own means, you know, rather than relying upon a state, relying on a system and an institution to protect you. Because if we think about it Islamically, you know, religiously, historically, whatever you want to call it, we are empowered to protect ourselves. We're empowered to protect our family. Um, you know, and to bring it into a context which is relevant to TMV and Muslim vibe, let's take for instance situations like Rohingya and Burma. If you were in that circumstance whereby you can't rely on a government to protect you, you can't rely on a police force to protect you, how else would you bear arms to protect your family? So the argument of it's because of gun laws being legalized there and everything else does that does that stand with you hasib in regards to it having a direct correlation as to why these events occur more so in america than anywhere
1: else yeah i mean it's obviously the case that because guns are so widely available yeah. they're being used in these shootings that are quite frequent in America to be honest with you I think
0: like you know you'll hear stats like you know every week like a certain amount of toddlers die from just you know guns lying around in a house accidents like that let alone you know purposeful, you know intended you know crime
1: yeah and so like you know there's you know each time you look at one of these scenarios of like someone that's gone on a shooting rampage at schools and you know really like unfortunate scenarios you find that there's some sort of like deep rooted psychological issue the guy's been bullied or mm-hmm. the guy's been radicalized mm-hmm. and you know it's not a matter of like you know being sympathetic towards you know white crime quote yeah. unquote yeah um but rather it's about looking at the culture that's generating such people mm-hmm. that are able to just mercilessly kill so many people yeah because yeah. i remember sitting with you earlier this week and i'm like how, how do you do that
2: what leads you to
1: do that? As, mm, as in, like, mm. how do you wake up one morning and say, oh, you know what, I'm going to... And it wasn't even spontaneous. or It wasn't, like... Well, did any of you see the um, news reports with his brother? Um no, so I didn't
0: was, okay, that. Oh, mate, mate, mate. What, did this to humanise him again, or...? Bro, it sheds such a light or confuses you. I don't know which one. But basically, in a way, yeah, he humanised it. Yeah. In that he's saying that, look, clearly this guy had issues. Nobody's gonna sit here and pretend that, you know, he didn't have issues for carrying out this act. However, what you must understand to people who knew him, he was a lovely guy. <laughs> right. And it's, for some reason, he started going on some rant about, you know, how he was wealthy and looked after everyone, paid for everyone in the family, the mother, him, you know, started doing this whole, I don't know if I want to get too conspiratorial, but he seemed really fake in the way he was crying and just, you know, put you on know this, it, it was just it's, really, it's so bizarre, really bizarre, really
2: bizarre. One of my daily Twitter yeah. schools, uh, I saw uh, article ABC, yeah ABC News, and it was basically, the, the, the headline was literally something like, killer was kind like kind person or or lovely at at home says sister and you know the worst thing about this is is that we make fun of it people make fun of it so much yeah outside in the wider world yeah commentators tv show hosts whatever Mm. everyone makes fun of it Mm -hmm -hmm. but they're still doing it (laughs) That's that's what i didn't
1: get because i was like surely this time they won't do what they like as in, it's, you know, because of things like social media, mm-hmm. these things have turned into memes. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. As in, right, like, yeah, yeah. the minute it happens, everyone already sends out, like, you know, those those memes are ready to go, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they actually just, they do it. As in, even when there was that Finsbury Park attacker. Yeah. Right? I don't even remember or not, but, like, the mm-hmm. headlines. It was, it was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, he enjoyed gardening. <laughs> you, like, why is that relevant right now? Why are you telling me that he, he can you, enjoyed gardening? Can you imagine, though, them,
0: you know, reporting upon a supposed... ISIS associated attack or any kind of fundamentalist religious attack yeah. can you imagine them ever ever even, trying even, to
1: even you know even stepping away from like just the religious thing uh, yeah. you know like, or religious terrorism if that's yeah. even a thing even if it was a black person that did it mm-hmm. there was absolutely no way and, and so just another thing as well like um, you've probably noticed how when it's a black person mm-hmm. right that's committed a crime mm-hmm. they'll use the mugshot yeah, yeah, the well, mugshot yeah. will be the image that's yeah. used by the media. Yes. When it's a white person, mm-hmm. it's a picture of him with his dog. <laughs> <laughs> him doing the gardening, or him, with, him, him <laughs> with his family, or him and his grandma. Whatever went wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like even they even know that with the Finsbury Park guy, yeah, right? Yeah, or yeah. A picture with him and his grandma. It's like Yeah. They, and and the thing is is whether or not this is happening, you know, intentionally, mm-hmm. right? I don't know who's working in Daily mm. Mail or whoever, yeah, yeah and they're doing this intentionally. Well, it's interesting or you it's say like that conscious. because I was
0: going to say is this some sort of greater, you know, archetypal kind of conspiratorial, orchestrated thing? Or is it just more individuals responding based upon uh, social fear mongering, you know, stereotypes, you know, just the nature of, as we said earlier, you know, Trumpism, you know, whatever it yeah. may
2: be. Um, what do you think? I think, um, before I get into that, on, I, gun I, I gun love just America. changing your points completely. No, please in your it, no, no, go for it. But I remember in the beginning you were asking about yeah. uh, just general gun crime in the US yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think, one thing to understand about America is that it was built upon this idea of we have the right to carry arms. Right. You know, obviously, because I guess they were controlled by the British or whatever, yeah. and they had and they wanted to revolt. Mm-hmm. But the issue, I mean, the idea of carrying arms is one thing, mm-hmm. but the question that was rising after the Vega shooting is why are machine guns or semi automatic weapons right. that are specifically made to kill? Large amounts of people, yep. and that's literally what they're made for. Don't make mm. for shooting ducks yeah. or you know, shooting whatever crocodiles, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They're yeah. there to kill people. Why yeah. are they available to, to buy uh, so easily, you know? And I think yeah. that. That's another thing. When you look at states, there are some states where the gun laws are, are, are more lax than others. So I remember when I was in California, I was mm-hmm. I went to the gun range, mm-hmm. uh, and the last time I went to the gun range was in Florida. So right. in California, they're like, okay, if you want, to... you might want to <laughs> censor this. <laughs> <laughs> we're live on <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Anyone could be watching. I just went to the gun range, It's fine. Um, These but are aren't it. safe times, yeah. yeah. Basically, they're like, okay, if, yeah. you, if you wanna, as a British citizen, if, if you wanna fire the gun range, like you have your your the person you're traveling with has to own a gun. Uh, when you do the when you when you shoot the target, you can't shoot the the head. You mm-hmm. can't do a headshot. You can't shoot more than one bullet per se. They had like really these really really strict rules. When I went to Florida, they're like, okay, here's the gun. Go ahead. Give us two hundred dollars. Go crazy. So, yeah. You want know, send me automatic gun, yeah. shotgun, whatever. <laughs> and it, it's 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 scary because mm-hmm. the fact that again, like you can go into a store. And buy a semi-automatic weapon in some states and it's just so easy. Mm, and then and you can get like the ammunition from Walmart, like you're going to yeah, Tesco. Yeah, and it's like, again, like, it's not like a hunting rifle or yeah. a gun for self-defense. Yeah. You know, which is, a, I think it's a well, different, so, different uh, argument. Yeah. It's designed to kill mm-hmm.
0: a lot of people. Well, this is the other thing, you know, they're military weapons, right? Yeah, As exactly. you say, it's military weapons. It's weapons which would be used in warfare, mm-hmm. um, which have been uh, then, you know, uh, accessed by just Joe blogs on the street. And then the other argument was, is that, you know, from, uh, this report from this brother, um, was that he was shooting apparently from a casino, right? Um, uh, from like a casino building or something like, a, yeah. he was within Mandela you know? B. Yeah. That. Right. Apparently, because again, he was going on about how wealthy he was and like he was like... you know, The shooter you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He was saying that his brother used to spend hundreds of thousand pounds in this casino. So the casino knew him and knew of his kind of... uh, Almost his demeanor and his uh, kind of... His behavior was a bit odd and whatnot. Um, And I didn't understand what was the relevance of it. Was he saying that they should have known that he would be the kind of person to harm people and therefore kept a better eye on him or was he trying to suggest it the opposite way that you know um he was just an everyday wealthy person who liked to have fun and blah 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 um no how would we have ever known like i didn't really understand what his point was however the point simply being is that again what the relevance is to the whole discussion, I have no idea. And yet they gave so much media time. It was like a half an hour, like, it's like, imagine the BBC for half an hour talking about how much money spends on gambling when we're talking about a mass killing and whether or not he frequented the casino on a weekly basis or not. What is,
2: why is that even relevant? Even today, I think it was yesterday or today, yesterday, sorry, yesterday morning, uh, there was, and and it's so funny because it's not even in mainstream media. Mm -hmm. um, There was a white guy who tried to bomb uh, an airport I think it was in North Carolina right okay he basically brought the bomb and left it there and it was a bomb designed to like yeah. kill a lot of people yeah and okay. they captured him and he said yeah the reason I'm doing this is because I want to start a war in America okay <laughs> and like no there's no there's, there's Sorry,
0: <laughs> you know I am testing the feed over here. So, sorry, I'm just trying to reply reply back to the comments on the <laughs> page.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, like, yeah. no media coverage, no yeah. tweet from Trump, no yeah. one saying, and like people are actually coming out. There was an article from Sean King I was reading today. He was like, yeah. "What the hell? You know why why is there no one saying anything?" And I think part of it is, um, I. I I'm worried about saying or oh, conspiracy conspiracy because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it can be a lazy answer, yeah uh, I think part of it is definitely the fact that there's a lot of deep rooted racism you know in America in the mm-hmm. West generally you mm-hmm. know brown equals bad, white equals good that's let's, let's be honest, mm-hmm. but also there is obviously some sort of um movement to try and demonize certain minorities uh you know yeah I, I think yeah coming
1: coming like i don't think I, I used to believe that there was some like major conspiracy where mm-hmm, like yeah th- those days was a sec- <laughs> <be fun>. secret <laughs> secret meeting of like i don't know who. Yeah. people around um, the table and that you know yeah but yeah. what i've what i've come to realize is that there's basically something like a collective you know when we say the they? Yeah. Oh, they are trying to stop you. And they aren't like one body as such. Yeah. But they share similar interests. It's a, an ideology. It's almost. an ideology. Yeah. 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 And they may or may not be aware of it, but they're part of it. Right, right. Um, and that's why, for example, uh, when it comes to issues of, of racism, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's strong to say this, but, you know, not to say that every white person is racist, mm-hmm. but generally speaking... Mm-hmm. When you come from a position of white privilege, mm-hmm. you're oblivious mm-hmm. to your own racism, and it, that doesn't make you like a bad person per se. Yeah. yeah but yeah. obviously, that's a state of ignorance that you need to kind of get out of, mm-hmm. and then realize okay. that. Hold on a sec, I benefit yeah. from a system which uh, discriminates against coloured
0: minorities. It, it's so apt that you say that, um, and sorry to interject, but like I watched a video just the other day. Um, on Facebook, um, I don't know what the um, you know uh, who made the video, but it was so powerful. Basically, what it was is that so this um, kind of coach he lines everyone up at the front of the field um, and it's a race, and he's like, "All right, the winner of the race gets a hundred dollars." Oh, I should. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right so you just, know what I'm just, talking yeah, about. Yeah.
1: So that that's what you that, saw It was
0: it a Muslim vibe? Was it no, a Muslim, no, it wasn't It wasn't that, a Muslim vibe. Right. You just shared it uh, yeah, on yeah, a personal yeah, one, yeah. right? Okay. So that exact thing which you're you're yeah. talking about, right? The mere fact that he would ask a sequence of questions, um, asking like, for instance, step forward if both your parents are together still. Step forward if you ever had to think about, you know, um, where your next meal would coming from. Step forward if you ever um, had to worry about your phone being cut off, you know. what All these small little things. And then right at the end, he's like, right now, turn around and look at yourselves, where you're standing, and realize that every single question I asked you you had no kind of control or decision making within it. It was just your circumstance which was granted to you. So you were gifted this privilege, this position, and everything else. And, and then I didn't expect him to suddenly just drop it. He said, "But I bet you them black boys at the back will beat you in this race." He said. Mm, mm. It was weird because it wasn't like it was all black people at the back necessarily, but it was interesting that it was predominantly obviously, it, predominantly, it that yeah. Way and that he went. I thought he would just do some very really like you know politically correct you know, um, pop, but he just went straight to it. And just went and talked about the color Ooh. issue um and that also is very relevant to our second discussion as well in that the dove advert bruv because mm. what we're talking about is this idea of white is better white is privileged white is superior
2: so think, do you think, <laughs> I think i think i think yeah. has got some uh, strong opinions on this but before we get okay into yeah that, yeah go on go on um, go on go on <laughs> i think it's important to understand that whatever the advert was yeah it's within this context of this current day world where racism is a big problem. Yeah. You understand? Where black people are getting shot and you mm. know, people are arguing mm. about white privilege. Mm. So regardless, the threshold for those kind of adverts yeah. to be offensive mm. is much higher or mm. much lower, whatever. Or, right. Whatever. It, it, it's more, it comes off Because my racism. first question
0: was going to be, is it being taken out of context?
2: Are well, we being over The it's not the first time they've done it. Okay. There was another advert, um, I forgot what it was, but it was something similar as well. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think it was a few years ago. And they, again, they, 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 they released it uh, got Retracted backlash it that came yeah. out and said well, sorry we won't, won't do it again and they just did it again now and it was something uh, sorry it was. I think it was a before and after <laughs> literally like a before and after and there was like a black woman no and like a mid cast and a white woman no, yeah, literally no. it was like that no like it, was that, it was that bad
0: that is shocking <laughs> see
2: here you can argue it's
0: just the order of chronology or sequencing in the sense that if you had had a white woman who then washed with Dove and became into a black woman? That's but that's the point, isn't it. it? Yeah, I suppose. In that you didn't. You had a black woman first turning into a white
1: woman, um, and that's but, what it is that but, causes but. so much issue. So, obviously, yeah, just like everyone else that saw this news story, yeah, I saw the thumbnails, okay, right, yeah, yeah. and so it looks like this. It looks like Dove posted an advert on Facebook which showed four images. Mm-hmm. The first two being black, the second two being a white woman. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what the advert was. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I obviously take that image on its on itself mm. and it's extremely offensive, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh my God, you basically mm-hmm. t- t- made a, you know, reveal herself as to being white after using a Dove product. Yeah. That's how it seems yeah. just from that screenshot that was, you know, became the thing. Mm. But that's not what the video, you know, the actual advert was because, you know, she takes her thing off whatever i don't know what that means to be fair i, I don't even think it's a good advert in the first place i was gonna
0: say yeah because they're like it's like they're taking t-shirts off yeah, almost, yeah but like. fine fair enough yeah, right yeah.
1: like isn't fair enough so he goes from black to white mm-hmm. but then he goes from white to hispanic yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: Right. yeah so that kind of debunks that notion negates
2: the argument right right because
1: yeah. then it goes from hispanic to black because mm-hmm. it's a looping video yeah, right? yeah, Why? Yeah. why didn't they do white to black
2: that's the question
1: yeah, but then it would have been black to Hispanic at some point. Then he would have taken a screenshot from that and be like, "Oh, like it would have been the same situation."
2: The thing is
1: that that's the thing that like, like you you never
2: see. When it comes to like, like like I was saying with the before and after advert, yeah. it was never a black and then a white. No, nah, but obviously, uh, like a white and a black, it's always then a, a black as, and
1: then a white. As, as in, as
2: in like and like, like what I don't understand is the person who was sitting there commissioning that advert, the people who are filming it, like are they that? stupid to think like oh you know this is a great idea you know we're not going to get any backlash for this it's going to be wonderful like you can't like like imagine like you're at home you you, you're watching tv you see black kids getting shot yeah and then you come to work and then film that 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 bloody thing it doesn't doesn't make sense to me but
0: then i mean are we are we kind of blurring the context here are we kind of that's what i think we're
1: doing uh, because the thing is 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 all right look there is one thing that needs to be said the soap industry specifically yeah right has a really bad history with this stuff yes yeah and i yeah. think maybe as part of that context i'm willing to accept that that's an offensive yeah, for sure, ad, right, for right. sure right. in that spe- like yeah. wider context yeah. there's ads from like the 19- 1800s and 1900s mm-hmm. where literally they're showing like you know black women and then like becoming white and stuff like that mm-hmm. and even even well, like, we
0: know in all cultures skin bleaching um yeah, you know the idea of being lighter is better whether you're asian whether you're you know um oriental whether you're african it's it it's unfortunately the easternization these cosmetic industries no, in
1: that have been like the forefront of of doing those kind of things yeah. right unilever for example mm-hmm. and. in Uh, who owns, like, Dove as as a big brand. Yeah. So, within that context, fine, I can accept that why it would be offensive, Mm -hmm. but in and of itself, my biggest issue Mm -hmm. is that this story went viral on the basis of a screenshot Mm -hmm. which throws the whole video or the whole advert out of context. Mm. That's what I have an issue with because people got angry. Mm-hmm. I got angry mm-hmm. for the wrong reason.
0: Okay. And then okay. when I watched
1: the actual ad, yeah. I was like, "All right, it's bad. Yeah. Okay, it's not yeah. great. Yeah. Right, but it's not what it looked like originally. You feel like you're almost being misled
2: by the mass kind of voice. Hundred um, percent because of that. Just I mean, you know, what, what I would reaction. say is that if we didn't live in a world of like, if there wasn't all this you know controversy with race and like oppression and stuff like yeah. that, and it wasn't um, a big deal. Yeah. And they hadn't done it before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, you know what it's fine like whatever it is well, it's,
0: it's it's like you know this it's a similar argument i know because uh, hopefully we'll be talking about black history next week um uh, but it's the similar idea that you know have we a need to keep re- keep kind of revisiting the past you know some people will be like you know what is the need you know you guys have got a chip on your shoulder kind of thing but like you're saying nori the issue is though when you're still having it occur after you know you think you've moved past it you've had apartheid you've had the civil wars you know you've had all these different movements and yet still you're in the same place talking about the same stuff in 2017. you know they have a reason for obviously wanting and needing to have you know um, themselves 100%, 100% individually and, 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 and as a community and, and recognized
1: you know what like as in every oppressed minority yeah. has a right mm-hmm. to express uh, you know their uh, history of, of oppression mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that goes without say mm-hmm. um, just in the same way for example Bosnians who you know were massacred uh, was it, in 1995 yeah uh, during the Srebrenica mm-hmm. uh, massacre mm-hmm. they have a right to annually mourn that mm-hmm. um, because it needs to be reminded what happened mm-hmm. so that we never let these things happen again True. however yeah the the story of uh, oppression against black people that story is not finished yet yeah 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 and yeah. that's what's so bizarre about it mm-hmm. is that I was watching uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air recently mm-hmm. right and that's what like twenty years old now, yeah right yeah. and the same themes of racism that they were discussing then as in I was watching that you know that, there was one specific episode about Will. He gets pulled over by a, a police officer. Oh, right. the one right. that ends quite solemnly. Yeah, quite, solid yeah, quite, yeah, yeah, quite yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, quite a deep uh, episode. Mm-hmm. That was still like it's so extremely relevant mm-hmm. till today. Mm-hmm. Like nothing has actually changed. Yeah, you look yeah. at what's going on with uh, Trump right now and the whole his whole speaking out against take the knee and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, absolutely yeah, nothing yeah. has changed in in reality. Yeah, um, what's happened? And this might be a good segue to our next discussion: mm-hmm. is the media, mm-hmm. right? The the liberal kind of uh, media, which is in control of popular ideas, let's say pop culture, music, film. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've presented this notion, which, if I'm honest with you, I think even black people have become uh, kind of dazed by. Yeah, yeah, which shows famous black rappers and black actors and they're making money and they're on TV shows and they're superstars and they're super rich you've got your Beyonce's and you've got your Jay-Z's mm-hmm. but they're doing absolutely nothing to affect change in reality America went as far as to actually have a black president Yeah. and it's very important that we know this Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. did not start
2: mm-hmm.
1: after Donald Trump became president no of course not it started during a time mm-hmm. when there was a black president yeah yeah so <laughs> nothing irony, is actually changing, irony, right? And yeah. there's been an illusion of change, yeah. right? Which is like showing inclusion, yeah. um, you know, on your TV shows and stuff like that. And those things are very important. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, it's you know, far more kind of substantial for us as a people, as a united uh, minority people, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to to challenge the status quo truly and, and demand our rights. Well, like, I think it's an
0: interesting thing you've mentioned there about those that they do kind of hold up as successful, um, you know, ethnic um, kind of role models, they're either athletes or they're people who are highly talented, but as you say, are merely entertainers. And now, if again, I'm an actor, so I'm almost insulting myself by saying this, but if you look at the history of what an entertainer is, they were court jesters. They were almost like Muppets, you yeah. know,
1: distractions,
0: puppets for, you know, the rich and wealthy when they were bored to like, be like, dance for me, kind of thing. Like, yeah. make me laugh, like, yeah. and if you didn't, you get your head chopped off, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the same thing. No, it's an interesting it's point, true. but the it's thing true. is like, uh,
2: this is a whole of discussion. About. No, but
0: it's relevant because the point is, is that if for instance music and art was being used yeah, was gonna... in the me- in the manner of um, empowering people and furthering social consciousness and everything else fine but what is it we've dumbed it down to a point whereby it's mindless head bopping to oh, music okay, sure. right yeah. so the point is is there's nothing it's not we're not talking about african griots yeah. we're not talking about political historical mm. commentators through music we're talking about court jesters yeah. we're talking about the english um, imperialist
2: idea of what it is to be an entertainer. Do you get what I'm saying? Very, yeah. very well with yeah. this question that we got. Go on. By Nadim uh, who asks do you guys feel that the idea of empire has anything to do with this? <laughs> Where Europe had claimed different countries around the world idealising the typical Caucasian European woman as the epitome of a beautiful woman had rubbed off on countries and their cultures around the I
0: world advise. where
2: Europe had a major influence in these ideas, what well, I would say is yeah of course, I mean, uh, I, mean I mean, basically, uh, Undoubtedly. the fact that the, the British went out and colonised the world put the white man on top a book
0: for a everyone tower, to you know? read, a book for everyone to read, Edward Said he's the author, go look him up, Palestinian I believe, um, or Egyptian American um, and the book is called Orientalism read that book because that literally outlines everything it shows you how throughout history from napoleon to you know napoleon used to go over to egypt and basically work with all the um all the caliphs and all the imams the there you go mate I'll order right now go for it go for it, go for it. order it. you link. see that plug plug Cheer um fair Saeed. I uh, hope he shares royalties with me um but the point is is that yeah, like it goes into the fact that even back in the day, you know, whether we're talking about Christopher Columbus and the idea of, you know, we discovered America or we're talking about, you know, um, you know, Napoleon and conquering, you know. Let's um, go even, the, fur- the even before regions, that, that, that whole
1: point about entertainment as a distraction for the masses. Yeah. So during the Roman times, yeah. right, when uh, things were hitting the fan and the people were, you know, unhappy with the, the status quo and the yeah. establishment, yeah. they would do what? Gladiators. Yeah. Right? They would unleash the games. Mm -hmm. So then the people are literally distracted for a whole year at a time, going to these arenas to see men kill each other. Yeah. Men that they had, they are slaves basically Mm -hmm. killing each other Mm -hmm. and they were beautifully distracted. Mm -hmm. And I don't think much has changed in in that regard Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of like the, you know, where we are right now. See, look, here's, here's one of my other concerns, right? Is even when we do, bring up issues of racism such yeah. as this dove advert yeah i believe that's superficial mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i don't think that's substantial right okay. i don't think that our stand against racism should be oh please make a dove advert that includes black women and i think i don't think that's okay I t- i'll tell you why Go on. because then you're you're just saying mm. right that like even even we've got the same issue with Muslims at the moment, mm-hmm. right? We're like so desperate to be included so yeah. that we're not attacked in okay, the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're willing to sell our pride and say, yeah. Oh listen, we're happily sponsored by L'Oreal. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like what does that even what does that even mean? What does that even mean? I'm worth it. Right? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it doesn't it doesn't change anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's change, it changes our perception. Mm-hmm. Right? That, oh, wow, we're included now. Mm-hmm. Whereas, as But you say, nothing's actually changing. Nothing's actually
0: changing. If you were to champion a real cause, a real issue, for instance, again, I'll make it, you know controversial but for instance as soon as uh, a fair or you know um, a pale-faced baby washed up on the Lesbos beaches everyone was up in arms however nobody was talking about Sudanese and Ethiopians and all the other Africans who've been doing that journey for 30 years before dying in the seas right nobody had talked about the fact that you know on those voyages and missions um, you know people would be literally as I say you know like dying in the the hundreds and thousands Mm. and the point being is that again When we talk about imperialism and everything else, the victors write the history you know so in 100 years time from now what will the story be even in that situation will it be how you're freed and helped you know these um poor you know black faces and arab faces um or will they tell the real story of how they were displaced due to the interference of you know um these uh, you know empires and whatnot um and you know finally all i was going to say you know referring back to um what we we're talking about the idea of um perceptions and you know value and Culture and etc. You know, I was just talking to my dad the other day about India and how India used to be the richest and most wealthiest and intellectual country. And when the English went over there, they were so shocked at how. You know, um, spiritually empowered and wealthy, and um, how much confidence the country had in its people—that yeah. um, they were like the only way to rule these people is to destroy the very fabric of their spiritualism, yeah. destroy their self-worth, make them feel like they're less educated than us. Yeah. That everything that we own and possess is better.
1: And this was I mean, this I, was I, a I playbook think... they deployed, by the way. Sorry, uh, they, they played this across the. Bro, the to what? the extent yeah, you know,
0: in... like northern, um, the northern. Uh, region of the country and i know we're gone on tangents but it's very relevant in the sense that the northern regions of the country you know how there was cotton mills and all this other stuff do you know how that was born that was born out of them going over to india and seeing how amazing cotton was made by these you know all the the lungis they made and everything else and whatnot and then do you know what they did so they would basically chop off the fingers of the Indian spinsters, um, you know, so that they couldn't make anything, then they would basically make it back home, taking their materials and sell it back to the Indians. Yeah. So over time, India start thinking, oh, England make very good cotton, you know, like, that's yeah. the way it runs. I mean,
2: going on Hasid's point, yeah. it's not just India, they don't, they, they don't, get, all over the world, country. Yeah. every country they went yeah. to, like, Iraq for example. was beautiful before the, the British mm-hmm. came, mm-hmm. Africa in itself, mm-hmm. from what, I've, from what I've heard is that they broke the economy by, by making them sell, uh, I think it was coffee or, or coffee only to the British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just broke the economy like yeah. that. Bang. You know, and it's. Uh, and can you imagine that, like,
1: for example, Africa, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. pre imperialism mm-hmm. was a matriarchal society, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A concept, the white man was, un- like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they now reverse the social norms, right? The family structure breaks down in Africa as a result, mm-hmm. right, of breaking years of tradition, mm-hmm. centuries of tradition. Yeah. And then, you know, 20 years later, oh, you guys need to start uh, thinking about feminism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A society yeah. that was matriarchal. Yeah, yeah. Villages, yeah. entire villages, mm-hmm. would be under the leadership of, of the a woman. woman. Yeah, yeah. Ph- phenomenal, right? Can you just imagine, like, in, it's, it's, it's a bizarre thing, but... Whenever I,
0: and this is the point. Whenever I talk to an educated African brother, you know, you realize, you know, the pain of them because we can talk about it as a third person, as an outsider. Um, but for them, you know, intellectual brothers who know their history you know, it's really painful to see this baby mother culture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And this hip hop kind of like idea of, you know, the the single, you know, black mother yeah. with, you know, the grown boy. You know, has anyone seen um, Baby Boy with Tyrese in it? Um, it's a it's a complete commentary upon that. The idea that the the boy can never grow up because he's never had a father figure yeah. and therefore he's always that mummy's boy. Mm. That's why if you look at the lingo, even, you know, the idea of a crib What's a crib. A crib is a baby's cot. My crib, love. Mm,
1: mm. You know what I mean?
0: Like you know, mm. my baby mother. You know, when you have uh, a child with a woman, you don't call him the wife. It's my baby mother. You know, it, all these kind of terms. It's it's really interesting how language reflects it as well. I yeah. yeah. um, um, just got a comment. I go on. Don't know. Go, I don't on. Know go on. Go on. Do Com- it. Do, it, do, from do, do A
2: friend. She says, in what ways can we tackle colonialist ideas? As mentioned, darker individuals are maligned and alienated. What can we do on a basic level? And how can we free those? That have been psychologically colonised And just a comment on this I remember I was, I was having this conversation With a friend in Vancouver Yeah And I was like You know what The, the British were so smart Yeah When they came to the Middle East They didn't say You know what Let's send the army mm-hmm. Let's invade No All we need to do Is just literally Get a pen mm-hmm. And draw a line in the sand Okay yeah, And yeah, suddenly yeah. Iraqis hate the Kuwaitis And the Kuwaitis hate these guys And then these guys hate these guys And that's all they did mm-hmm. And I, I kind of think like Now When you look at Muslim communities The fact that we're always Bickering amongst each other yeah. We're racist towards each other mm-hmm. We're fighting towards each other mm-hmm. Even like you know, even within sects, you know, they're they're, they're fighting about mm. stupid things, mm-hmm. and I think that's because it's not just the the lands that are colonized; mm. our minds yeah. are colonized because yeah. we're descended mm-hmm. from the people who,
1: mm-hmm. who lived in those lands. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, it it was a very uh, cold. And game. like one one thing that you know, even me growing up struggled mm. with,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is that, and and I, you know, we can probably all share the same kind of thing where it's. White is what you aspire to be, hmm. Hmm. right? Hmm. Even in my own business, hmm. comes a point where you're like, Oh, I prefer white clients, right? Hmm. Because they're more professional, yeah. they're more proper, yeah. Right? That's a form of
0: me being colonized, right? Yeah. There, call it we call it mainstream, is a politically correct term. Do, what do we you, really mean yeah. is like, I want to get involved in the white business. Do you get like, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, <laughs> this is this is basically your dream, isn't it? Yeah, and and also and and, and you you probably know this more than yeah. I do. To become successful mm. in the mainstream, yeah, generally, mm. like there are some exceptions, but you have to lose your cultural baggage. Yeah, right. Don't wear your shalwar kameez. Don't wear it proudly. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. So there's that. Now, in terms of what we can do about it. The first thing that I think, uh, the first step in, in, in breaking ourselves free from this uh, situation, is, as Muslims, it's so important for us to learn not the, not only the history of our own people, mm-hmm. but of all people around the world. Indeed, that includes the uh, Latino people,
0: mm-hmm. right,
1: which were ravaged, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Um, that includes the Native Americans, mm-hmm. the people of Africa. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and, and Africa is so vast, and so many tragedies took place on a global, like on, on a continental scale. Yeah, yeah. Where you had different countries from Europe colonizing it. Mm-hmm. Look at the uh, the violation against Chinese people. Mm-hmm. Not even in the you know the not so long history. Mm-hmm. It's so important for us to a first understand the history because that provides a context to where we are now. Yeah. But b, look inwards and think about how we treat. People of darker skin. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing from our own like community, Muslims, uh, Muslim community, <laughs> saying, "Oh, we don't have an issue with racism because Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala created us all equal, right?" <laughs> and it's like, let's ignore it. Yeah, let's not yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But then the minute a black guy comes, stands next to him, <laughs> yeah. he's putting his phone away in his pocket, <laughs> right? Because we still have these issues of Mate,
0: racism. no. I remember when um. Uh, Back in the day, when I before got married and stuff, um, or even now, like you know, second time round, where I'm looking for a missus, like it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug, plug. <laughs> Shameless plug, right there. Shameless plug. <laughs> well, um, other a good people guy, are from. looking for me for a missus, not that I'm pushing, oh. but my point is, is that um, they say she's really pretty for a dark skinned girl. Yeah, like, yeah Stuff yeah. like that, comments yeah, that yeah. I'm like, wow, did you just yeah. say that? Yeah, like, yeah,
1: actually, yeah. hear it. Dark care. but pretty dark and, skin. And, and, like. and, the, and the thing, and, and the thing is, and like, I like, as in, I'll review, Yeah. Like, I'm gonna share a very awkward story. Yeah. Right. Um. And look, the first step to any any solution is admitting a yeah. problem, right? Go on, go for it. So I was having a conversation <laughs> with a brother once yeah. about racism. I was like, is it really relevant now? Does mm. it still exist? Mm. There's a black brother. Mm. I was just picking his mind. I was being devil's advocate. Yeah. And he's like, now racism still exists. It's still a big problem. I was, And then he came to this, for example. I was like, oh, so then he asked me a question. Mm. Would you marry mm-hmm. someone of dark skin? Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Now... I was like, look, my preference mm-hmm. is my own skin tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not looking at it from a, like, oh, I disrespect black people, yeah, that's yeah. why. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at it purely from a animal perspective. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, that's my attraction. Mm-hmm. He goes, no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That perception of attraction has been warped in your mind. I agree. All right? I didn't, I I was like, nah, I'm not having it. Yeah, yeah, All right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, he goes, um, so he goes, Like, let me ask you something. Mm. Are your sisters Mm -hmm. dark-skinned? Guess what I said? No, alhamdulillah, they're not. (laughs) Wow. And it slipped (laughs) (laughs) out. And it slipped out. That's a real confession, bro. I didn't realise it was going there. Are are you still friends with this guy? (laughs) (laughs) It's awkward. (laughs) But that really woke me up. Okay. That really woke me up. Because somewhere subconsciously, I had it in my mind. Yeah, yeah. The very same issue mm. that I was trying to tell this guy doesn't exist mm. in me, that's, bro. That, that's all. And from topic. that moment that on, no, no, because, because the, it, the, the reason, because like I said, we all need to admit that we have this in us. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, we can't always blame the white person. Asians themselves are responsible for a lot of this. Okay. Like you know, we're celebrating Black History Month as part of the Muslim vibe this month in order to get stories from our black brothers and sisters out there. We want to share their narratives bro, unfiltered. It's- it's so true, man. I remember
0: I wrote a lyric when I was a youth, like I don't know where, where I got this from, but it just used to stick in my head like all the time, you know. Racists only see colored faces. We can't shake this because we come from individual places. Take this from one who's experienced many cases. Everyone starts off silently, slightly racist. SBTV. I I don't know what, bro, I swear. I don't know why. I was like 15 or 16. (laughs) Just just do it again with the mic. One more time, one more time. (laughs) Mic drop. But no, but it's interesting because I don't know where I was feeling that from. Because now I can rationalize it and, you know, hypothesize and whatever, pontificate about it. But at that time, it was just an instinctual feeling. Like, why is everyone deep down racist towards somebody? There's yeah. always some prejudice. You know, they'll be like, I'm cool with everyone else except that group. You know, it's, it's
2: funny, I, I still remember yeah. uh, a sheikh telling me that, um, and this is, you don't think about this, but he's had, he's had to deal with cases where um, parents from the Caribbean wouldn't give their daughters to uh, males from uh, Nigeria, okay. even though they're both black. Wow. So like, there's racism on every single on. on and on and, and you this, can't inter- imagine. this is this is an
1: interesting thought, by the way, because I've, I've thought about where does racism come from, mm-hmm. right? So, um, one one hadith that sticks to my mind is like Imam Ali says, people that are of, often hate things that they don't know about. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's, it's a fear of the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> racism, I won't say it's natural per se. Mm-hmm. I think it's instinctive. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean it's okay. Mm-hmm. In Islam, we believe that there is the lower self, right. the irrational, mm-hmm. the animal self. Yeah, 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 This stuff does itself by default kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You as a human being mm-hmm. are there now to control that. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you may have the urge to be angry, for example. That's instinctive. The human thing to do, the Muslim thing to do, the Islamic thing mm-hmm. to do is to control that anger, to suppress it and start controlling it to a point where it's no longer an issue. Mm-hmm. And the same thing applies to racism. Instinctively we may have a fear of the unknown. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Other people, foreign languages, foreign foods. Mm-hmm. Right? You've grown up eating biryani. Mm. Someone comes and puts fufu in front of you. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, do you <laughs> get what I mean? It's like, oh, that's a, big, that's a bit different. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, the open-minded thing to do mm. is to experiment. Try it. You don't have to, like, lie to yourself and be like, oh, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's polite. <laughs> don't, don't be like, I don't <laughs> like it. Otherwise, you'll end up in a situation like I was. but. <laughs> It's instinctive, and, and this yeah. is the thing we need to work on it. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, the first part is acceptance. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, look, okay. I mean, because uh, I know we could talk about this forever, um, and we still want to talk about two other topics, but we'll, we'll try and do that quickly and swiftly. I mean, because again, this is also relevant to the idea of race. Mr. Weinstein, Weinstein oh, scandal, kind of Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> missing children. Um, due to paedophile elite rings in the states you know, has been a topic of discussion for the last few years Um, and it's only coming more and more to light in fact with you know um, especially with strangely whilst we were insulting entertainers it's funny um, to quote Ashton Kutcher that uh, an actor and his um, kind of you know charity would be the one that would make change and make a voice for these children um, you know, because there's nobody else doing anything about it. But the rates of children that go missing in America are yeah. phenomenal, yeah. and often, often it's found that it happens to children of asylum, children who have come over looking for imi- uh, you know, um, for safe keep as a result of being war torn, yeah. and they're taken into the system, taken into you know, uh, foster homes, taken into children care homes and then that's how they get abused in the night or disappear you know and whatever because they don't have you know a family figure that's looking after them or the other statistic being that the highest amount of abductions occurs by family members yeah so that shows two things one that it's manipulating and utilizing a system of uh, vulnerable children and two
2: the elite families themselves doing it to their own children yeah. Right? So it's funny. So with this, scary. This, uh, <coughs> scary. When I say funny, I mean mm-hmm. scary funny. Yeah, yeah. I know, you know, I know, I know what you mean. With, we with Harvey it. Weinstein, yeah. I don't think he was involved uh, in, in in Peter Phillips specifically uh, was, and there's nothing to suggest that he was. But no, not also, necessarily. It, yeah. There is there is this talk that in Hollywood it is a, a kind of open secret. Like this stuff. This stuff doesn't mm. exist. Did you guys um, um used to watch the Goonies and stuff like that? Like, um, there's
0: a lot of like you know, nineties uh, child. And I was from a younger generation. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say it not it 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 that it old, it old it
1: bro. Okay. Sorry, Grandpa. <laughs> well, wow. My point being is people like. I Corey... <laughs> still watches
2: things on VHS. <laughs> hey, don't mess, bro. and So, 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 so. so what, what I'm, I'm talking about think...
0: people like Corey Feldman, child actors who we grew up, or I grew up on, um, you know, in your, imagine, oh, even we're talking about, what's his name from uh, Lord of the Rings? Um, the the main- Gandalf. Uh, no, <laughs> Elijah Wood. That's Edward, it, yeah, yeah. Even he said, man, paedophilia is the main- Yeah, threat. so so so
2: he, he was the person I was thinking of when I remember reading that quote of his. So that was because um, of Corey Feldman. So I think that I think that what's happened with her, with uh, Harvey Weinstein yeah. is gonna open the door to all these open secrets or you know that well known secrets in Hollywood Now I think just to give everyone a brief uh, rundown of what happened with, with Harvey I was reading about this morning mm-hmm. um, it's really messed up actually what he would do yeah. is essentially is exert his power mm-hmm. as a Hollywood producer any actresses or who wanted jobs and stuff that he would basically uh, act inappropriate towards them or even straight up demand mm-hmm. sexual activity yeah. in exchange for them you know, making it in Hollywood, yeah, yeah. and the sad thing about this is that so many actors and actresses are somewhat aware of it, yeah. or have even faced it themselves. Yeah. I mean, I think it was Angelina Jolie was one, and uh, another one was uh, what's her name from uh, Iron Man? I forgot her name. Um, uh, Gwyneth I, I, Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think w- w- was saying, yeah, he sexually assaulted me at one point, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. crazy because I still remember reading a Gwyneth Paltrow statement, mm. and then at the same time I saw a picture of her with harvey weinstein at the oscars wow. you know like like together well, uh, and it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's such a messed up system because you know you we, we i used to always hear about in the music industry and in the film industry you know these producers would demand you know sexual activity in mm. exchange for mm. the you know, casting uh, the couch, fame man. yeah, yeah in, it's, in casting ex- exchange for the fame basically yeah. and this is proof that it does exist and w- what's happening now is that obviously actors are coming out and speaking out against it, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Terry uh, Crews, se- te- you know Terry Crews, yeah, 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 probably the henches guy. Yeah, yeah, bro, I, like I read that as well, did and you read I, that? I couldn't. Believe, so basically, what?
0: He, tell him, tell him, bro. Like, so bro, Terry like, Crews,
2: whoever doesn't know Terry Crews, is a very well-built. Uh, <laughs> don't want to mess with the guy. like he's basically Vin Diesel on steroids. Like you yeah. wouldn't to touch him, uh, yeah, and well, he the steroids is an allegation. Oh, sorry. <laughs>
1: Steroid <laughs> was a, a phrase nat- and I wasn't being all racist natural. either <laughs> all being like
2: um, so he was saying that he himself was sexually uh, assaulted at a, yeah. at a party like in public yeah. by a well-known Hollywood producer and what's sad is that uh, I've been reading stories uh, um, obviously uh, these Hollywood producers have been given anonymity by, by the writers but mm. uh, I read one um, passage in an article that said you know what I've seen videos yeah. or I've seen Hollywood producers uh, telling the reader that you know of who have tapes of actresses that you know of, who are performing sexual activity for his, for his, as in for him to watch later yeah, on. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and, and it's crazy. And, and what's even more scary than this, and this is a very good question. I think uh, one of our good friends Asa on Facebook was was asking, what's the real reason? Mm-hmm. He's been I was going right to use that mm-hmm. point, but I, I read the article about it, so I'm going to speak <laughs> about it. <laughs> what's the real reason he's, he's been outed today, uh, yeah. like right now? Because obviously it was an open secret. And again, just before I reached that point people like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck hmm. are being criticised uh, for coming out and, spe- and, and and doing statements in condemnation of him hmm. because they worked so closely with him that hmm. they, they must have known somewhat what was going on. They worked, I believe, with the Weinstein Company or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the article that I was reading was basically talking about um, why now. Hmm. And it it looks into history and this article has been... They've been trying to get it out for quite some time. Uh, and unfortunately, what's, what's been happening is that he's been exerting his power... Um, on, even on like the New York Times and like yeah. and, and 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 everyone, mm-hmm. just to kind of you know, uh, make sure the story. To suppress the story. So, for mm-hmm. example, he would offer, um, based on the article I read, he would offer, um, uh, editors, uh, he'd, be, he'd be go to me, like, you know, what you're the screenplay that you wrote, I'm gonna buy it off you. I've got a director ready, he's gonna make, make the film. By the way, just if you can, just sh- shut down that story, yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah, buy yeah, the yeah. screenplay off you and, I, and I'll make it into a film. Mm-hmm. And if you're an aspiring screenplay writer and you want to make films again to Hollywood, it's like you know. You could cool. sell your soul for that, yeah, yeah. And even these actresses, reading their accounts, um, that their, their reactions. I mean, not all of them submitted. Some of them like ran away and you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but on the worst case scenario, they they they, they submitted to it and were like, you know, this is the only way we further we could get yeah to where yeah. we were in Hollywood because yeah. Harvey Weinstein uh, is like the guy to give you an opportunity, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. the problem. He's not the only person. There are plenty of other Hollywood pro- producers that are the guys to go to. Uh, And I've also read accounts Of actresses actresses saying that We went to um, Meetings with Hollywood producers People that everyone knows And respects and loves Mm -hmm. But then realised that The reason they asked us For the meeting Wasn't because of what We thought it was They wanted You know Perverse things from us Uh, Other actresses Who turned around and said No We can't do this And ran away Um still suppress the story mm-hmm. they still didn't tell it anyone because yeah. they were worried that if they went out and said it mm-hmm. then, then uh, just people or, the, yeah. Harvey, the Harvey Weinstein's of Hollywood would, would kill their career yeah, yeah and yeah. It, and uh, you know it's just it's crazy it's it, it's utterly yeah. uh, you know this, utterly is, crazy. this is what happened and, and and he was one of the main uh, donors to clinton's campaign right this this, this is what happened this is my point
0: why i brought it up and why it's relevant we're not gonna let you speak i've no 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 we are in the
2: article as to why it's relevant now well, you we can add to this it's basically it's the, day, the yeah. world has changed so much that the yeah. power is in facebook and google and online mm-hmm. as opposed to before when the power was in magazines and you know right exactly articles yeah. and politicians yeah. which the hollywood producers could just pay off or whatever exactly uh, and, and, and i don't and i don't believe why, that i believe that's why it's, harvey uh, weinstein yeah
1: Cross someone's path, yeah, and that—that's basically what's happened. The, and and, and well, who, whose path would you cross? There's is... something. There's, there could be some any sort of internal politics. Do you know what I mean? A deal Let's gone see. bad. Yeah, okay. a deal gone bad. Because the thing is, is this stuff this happens is, for so long. Yeah, for... this has to be some sort of concerted effort, right? To almost reveal exactly, right? And by revealing one bad guy, yeah, yeah. you solidify the wall against the rest do you get what and i mean I, I like the thing that, is the like thi- and, and this has happened in the past this isn't it's like an something like i don't like it in a, yeah but there's, like, there's always, a there's always like it. a like a human sacrifice yeah. to get what i mean yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. there'll always be that that's an right? interesting perspective the same thing happened with what this hmm. whole in in the uk when we had the paedophile scandal yeah, with yeah, Jimmy yeah. Savile. yeah 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 it went as far as that whole for all kicked up even more questions right about all oh, the british military being involved members of the royal family being involved right and that got suppressed you Quick just time, give them right? one scapegoat, and then... Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Now everyone's worried about Jimmy Savile, yeah, yeah. right? Some something that everyone knew about, mm-hmm. and this is just a repetitive pattern. Would you not? I mean, would you not? As
2: just a question, not challenging you. Would you not say that? Feel free to challenge. Some people will say I'm not challenging you. But you're my friend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but some people say that the reason, uh, I mean, the, what what this has what what this has brought now is the fact that if he can be outed publicly, then anyone can be in Hollywood, and that's why I guess they'd be more secretive, if anything. Hmm. Um,
1: well let's see let's you know, see what happens next right because mm-hmm. in theory mm-hmm. if this is a genuine story mm-hmm. then there's going to be a string of revelations yeah, and yeah, it won't yeah. just be Harvey Weinstein yeah. Yeah. right yeah. if it's a genuine story yeah. if this becomes a story for the next month or so and there's no other names mentioned mm-hmm. no directors are exposed mm-hmm. no other producers or actors are, are exposed mm-hmm. then this is a fake story yeah. mm-hmm. I mean the thing is to be fair like after this Ben
2: Affleck is. Dig- I mean the, the, the media is digging into people's parts been exposed about something yeah recently like
1: a lot of actors are, are, are like they don't have to dig deep that's the thing yeah and that, that's they don't have to dig thing. deep because like casting couch like, like casting say, couch yeah, yeah. is a f- common phrase that everyone knows yeah. it's not this is this is a everyone knows this this
0: is a power control kind of like um methodology of the elite you know that's why i said it's whether the elite it's, abusing their power exactly use, yeah. yeah it's for so it's not something which is necessarily even conspiratorial it is just what it is yeah. the elite abusing their power yeah. their positions and therefore whether it's music whether it's acting wherever you're looking at somebody who's from a working-class background and you're dangling carrots in front of them as you say all you need to do is incriminate them in some way, have that evidence, and you've blackmailed them for the rest of their life, yeah. whereby they're under your control. Yeah. And we know of so many people like that, whereby, you know, they're, they're scared about something being revealed from their past. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's sad times for America, man. We've talked about, as I say, Las Vegas, so, racism, dub. Do you want to go
2: into the film industry after hearing about this story? Or?
0: <laughs> well, I think, like anything, I think we need to pioneer something of our own, innit? That's you know, um, I don't want to be part of Hollywood per se. Um, I want to create, you know, Mollywood, you know, in the sense that <laughs> you've got Mollywood, you've got Nollywood, uh, Mollywood. Mollywood. No, just, not even uh, that, bro. In you the just
2: copyright that-, that word quickly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even want to do that. Cause I even think that it just uh, defeats the purpose, you know, makes us too insular. My point being is I just would like there to be a, a bigger movement for conscious, purposeful, uh, media, you know, whether, I see whatever, what you're doing in it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're doing a little yeah. segue into yeah. the Muslim vibe, aren't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to say, you there know, is something know, that yeah? exists called the
1: Muslim vibe. Well, yeah, I, I don't was, know if you yeah. heard about it,
2: but it's this ma- online magazine that we You should do. check it Just, out. You should check it out, bro.
1: <laughs> so we, how did you We're guys start?
2: reclaiming the narrative. How did you start? Okay, so we're so moving to the last topic now. Last topic, three years in, people. Uh, so woo, before, woo. Before, three years. before I... Uh, Oh, yeah, by the way, um, the skills are finished. So these yeah, I was going to say, the <laughs> ce- celebratory sweets, but they're finished. We had Skittles, I had Skittles. Um, yeah, he had them all done. Brother
1: Kareem just asked us what's our vision for the next three years. So maybe Interesting. We can, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll get but, to yeah, that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I've pre planned some questions with the before the show. Wow, yeah. Wow. Well, well thanks, story. Th- thanks for telling yeah, me. Well, we're like, we're not, I
0: just, uh, obviously, me being, you know, uh, a latecomer to um, the Muslim vibe in the form of these TMV podcasts. I wanted to know, like, how did it all start in the first place? You know, because having followed you guys um, over the years, that's what attracted me to, you know, um, to join in that. You know, I thought the the kind of news topics, the angles you were coming at, the perspectives you were um, highlighting were just refreshing. Um, so the first question, as I said, is like, how did you even come about making this move because you know entrepreneurialism is a brave thing in itself you know um, but uh, online you know muslim entrepreneurialism uh, you know can be very very competitive and very difficult man so yeah Uh,
1: so the story of the muslim vibe starts like this Um, there's me and there's the co-founder salim Mm -hmm. and basically in around 2013 2014 we launched our own digital marketing agency right and um, as part of that was you know designing websites, logos, branding, um, and you know social media marketing and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's something that I've been doing myself for fifteen years. So I started my business when I was fifteen years old. All right, okay. Um. So I'm not thirty. Sorry. So it's been about twelve years. Okay, yeah. Thirteen years. It's not um, long of being thirty, man. Yeah. <laughs> so. Faithful. Based off this skill set yeah. and our passion, yeah. Always to kind of like get involved with community projects, um. You know deal with things like Islamophobia, global politics, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It just kind of dawned on us after a bit of introspection, soul searching that we need to do something more and we need to do something urgently. Mm -hmm. And um, alhamdulillah, you know, we put our heads down together and within three months, pretty much starting from nowhere, within Mm -hmm. three months, um, we had the Muslim vibe. I remember just posting out on Facebook it's an infamous post anyone that has me on Facebook knows about this post okay where one day I literally said listen guys we're starting a new project yeah. we're gonna change the world we're looking for writers to send in articles okay Okay. Yeah, yeah. we were inundated with articles and, and people wanting to get involved in a project like this mm. and I had a hunch already that this was gonna be the case mm-hmm. because I know that our Muslim community mm-hmm. Western Muslims we're so powerful inside we just haven't you know reached our potential mm-hmm. we want to say the right things the majority of Muslims you know are not these crazy guys that you see on Facebook comments and Dawa man and Mm. you know this kind of nonsense Mm -hmm. like they're good decent people with strong educated opinions that want to express themselves but they're being given no platform to do it yeah
0: yeah. and
1: so we wanted to create the Muslim vibe to be a platform for the grassroots Muslims to reclaim their narrative and that's what we've been about for three years we've been doing it Uh, we've had over 3.6 million hits um that's me being modest is actually mm-hmm. higher than that um all of our like most of and our content, had like
0: 56 million views in terms of content. like over
1: 250 writers from around yeah. the world mm-hmm. different backgrounds different sex different races mm-hmm. different ages um and that's what it's been about it's just to kind of create that community and and we want to you know put forward a notion of a new culture western muslim like that's what it's about mm-hmm. because you know what western muslims can bring as a hybrid kind of race as a people Mm. is something the world has never seen before Mm -hmm. we can bring those eastern values Mm. those islamic values of respecting your family of eating well Mm. uh, of you know you name it like Mm. so many different things right like spirituality emotional Mm. respecting your parents taking care of your children Mm. all these things that we've learned Mm -hmm. and then fusing that With some of the great stuff that we have come to learn in a Western environment, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. lining up respectfully, Mm -hmm. being polite to people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because back home, Mm -hmm. we don't get that, let's be honest, right? Like, people are rude, they're they're brash, (laughs) right? But over here, we've learned Mm -hmm. polite manners, professionalism, Mm -hmm. right? Routine, Mm -hmm. healthy diets. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Science, even Mm -hmm. though our people originally had the science, but okay, fine, right? Over here, it shifted over here. (laughs) Pots making. (laughs) Yeah. So, when you fuse those together, yeah, then you—you—the you, world's never seen a people like this. Mm-hmm. If they reach their full potential, so do you think that you've achieved
0: uh, what you set out to achieve initially? Are you contented by what you've achieved?
1: No, no, no. This is just the beginning. Okay, like anyone watching this podcast, um, like where we are right now mm-hmm. is probably about twenty percent of what we can be. Mm-hmm probably even less than that mm. like the, the the dream is really big for the muslim vibe and then mm. you know we're, we're taking it slowly uh we're gonna do everything properly that's my motto if mm-hmm. you're gonna do something do it properly otherwise don't do it at all mm-hmm. um and we really want to focus on quality step things up um and inshallah you know we've got some crazy crazy plans for the future
0: because i was gonna say because uh, whilst uh, i've loved the muslim vibe thus far um at the same time is there um i think you know what we've discussed already you know the idea of you know anthropologically historically you know um, the idea of inherited education um be it that you know previous eastern empires um abrahamic empires uh having so much value and wealth of knowledge um and us inherently um, adopting that through our culture and then coming to you know the west and further furthering our education through the current situation and climate, through the current kind of developments. That whole kind of dichotomy and fusion um, is something which is unique, but at the same time it positions us in a place whereby we need to be pioneering, we need to be creative, we need to be um, brave. Um, So in saying that, sometimes I feel that as Muslims we pander to the Muslim cautious, kind of narrative whereby we're always worried about what is going to say um, if if they were to watch it, you know. I remember somebody once saying to me, um, uh, another client, you know, if my grandma can't watch it, I don't want it to be, you know, um, basically commissioned. Um, And I was just thinking, wow, so how are we gonna move forward for the next generation Mm. if that's the case? So my question to you is, how are you gonna change the narrative? What is it that you're gonna do that's new and innovative and different? How are we going to spark something um, whereby, you know, we're a bit more edgy and a bit more real about things rather than brushing all taboos and stigmas under the carpet and just dealing with the politically safe kind of items of news or, you know, reporting? Um, I don't know, Nuri, if you want to comment upon that, bro, because that being somebody who's also joined at a slightly later date to the Muslim Vibe, how did you feel about the direction it was going and where
2: we are now? Um, so I think the first part of your question I'll leave to Hasib go on go on go, <laughs> no, on go on, I like that delegation the second part though. Yeah. Um, I mean for me it was just like I think all of us reach stages in life that we just want to kind of like mm. move forward and, mm. and from what I saw from the Muslim vibe was incredible potential potential mm. and I think the vision is something I, I really I really bonded with I think right now we're living in a time where the worst thing you mm. can be mm is a muslim <laughs> you know let to be honest you know, in the <laughs> yeah. west it's like you know Call it it, spade. spade. It's yeah. so uh yeah. it, it, it's so difficult and, and what what's, what's even worse about it is that us muslims we don't have collectively uh i would say we don't have a, a collective movement or identity that aims to you know push us into places of of of, 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 of influence, influence you know and hmm. uh and also just to have like uh a brand or, or like a space, a yeah. creative space where we can comfortably <clears throat> express ourselves, yeah and that's yeah. the point with our articles. You know, mm-hmm. we 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 encourage people to send in the articles about things that are important to them. Yeah, things yeah. that they might not be able to say in mosque. You mm-hmm. know, things that they might not be able to say. Uh, you know, um, to the to the to their own friends. Our our space is meant to cater for those Muslims that feel like they unfortunately do not have. A safe space elsewhere, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's why I just saw the Muslim Bible, I just saw incredible potential. I think it, it, it's it's a beautiful project, a beautiful vision. Uh, and like I said, uh, I, I still remember when Hasib made that status as well mm-hmm. to put him down, yeah. But yeah. in my head, I was thinking, you know what, who's gonna really yeah, reply yeah. to this? To be honest, who's gonna <laughs> really <laughs> write an article? But yeah. I remember I came to the office, I think it was a week or two weeks later, he had like 50, 60, or god knows how many just interested uh, okay. in writing articles, Interesting. and now you know, um. I'd say alhamdulillah uh, as senior editor of the vibe person mm. who manages the articles mm. um you know we're never in a situation where we're out of articles or out of good articles right right i say. you know yeah, we always yeah. got someone that wants to say something yeah something yeah, that yeah. wants to perform their opinion mm. uh, and again one thing i i will say about the muslim vibe is that there are You know, uh, a few like I would say, online Muslim organizations that you know are exist in the web web sphere and and Mm, social media. Um, But the the one thing I love about the the TMV specifically, if I may call it that, I wouldn't call it (laughs) TMV. We're we're, we're doing it, man! TMV, baby! Uh, TMV. One thing is that it wants to keep the um, what's the word the uh, the the identity of Being Muslim without let's say selling out, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're still religious, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying we're not We're we're here with our values. Or, sorry, we're here to maintain our values as well. Mm-hmm. We're not here to like That's, you know, we're not here to shake the boat and just like throw stuff out there and like make things controversial. No. No, 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 we're here to what the idea, the identity we're trying to push forward, the culture we're trying to push forward is one that uh is enriched in Muslim values, many of which. Let's be honest. You know, a lot of people don't have anymore, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. A lot of Muslims don't have anymore, and and and, and that's another thing with the, with the us in the West. I mean, I speak for myself and people that I know. You know, we're we're in an identity crisis. We're in a cultural crisis. We don't know who we are because we're 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 from the East. We're brought here. We are raised up here. But we're brown skinned We're praying a different way. You know. Well, that's why I said, you know, it's almost beautiful for us who can find the balance,
0: because what it is is that you're taking all that great inherited knowledge. But then at the same time, like, you know, the Quran says, you know, don't just blindly follow your forefathers. Um, that which we've kind of inherently also uh, kind of fabricated and put in there through cultural norms which we can't necessarily justify evidentially has now been challenged by meeting a new culture and therefore this is what i'm saying it's almost a reinvention of ourselves whereby you're stripping away even more layers of un you know uh you know the unnecessary fluff and finding just the pure holistic core of what it is to be a spiritual i'd say,
2: being. I see. Reinventing ourselves by rediscovering ourselves, exactly. So yeah, ourselves. yeah, I, yeah. Like that. I like that. So, then, yes,
0: yeah, so as I said, so going forward, man, uh, to I'm close the show, show, yeah, yeah, yeah like you like that. that one, you like that one, you know. I'll give you gems, <laughs> Rob, I'll give you gems, I'll be your ghostwriter, <laughs> but um, like as in, uh, you know, to close the show because I know it's been a longer one than usual today, but um, uh, uh, I've enjoyed it thoroughly, and I want to know then, as I said, the seat, man. Going forward, you know, what are we going to do different? How are we going to rock the boat in a way that, as we say, is not just, you know, controversial for the sake of being controversial, but rather is purposeful, whereby we are, um, in you know, embodying, you know, the the prophetic and, you know, um, the, the ways of the Ahlul Bayt at the same time, you know, uh, incorporating the wisdom of our Abrahamic prophets and at the same time, Keeping it that inclusive manner whereby we are Western, therefore we need to help everyone and address everything, and not just stick to the safe issues.
1: Yeah, no, I totally understand that. And and see, look, from the outset, mm-hmm. uh, we made it clear that our aims and objectives are to discuss political issues. Yeah, we want to empower Muslims mm-hmm. through talking about politics. Yeah, yeah, because that's seen as a dirty word amongst mm-hmm. a lot of Muslim circles, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, let's not get involved in politics. Let's just mm-hmm. talk about how you know how to do your wudu? that goes back to having in a colonized mind i would say right yeah yeah then you've got the muslims that um you know so, so then we wanted to talk about social issues i was gonna say right. because you know we've are... got issues of rape mm-hmm. gambling mm-hmm. drug addiction mm-hmm. domestic violence mm-hmm. paedophilia mm-hmm. uh racism as we were talking about earlier we have so many social issues divorce rates bro imagine
0: where you're going to uh, you know AA meetings in farsi do you know what i mean in london or, you know um because it but it has to be on such a hush hush because nobody wants to let the iranian community know that people struggle with you know alcoholism or drugs or anything like that and it's the same in every aspect like you say it's amazing and, 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 to and so this see is it that, so
1: we want to talk you know, about these issues yeah but we don't want to moan about it. See, there's a big problem that you can easily fall into, yeah. which is just having a website which rants. Yeah. Or oh, all Muslims are racist. Mm-hmm. This is really bad. Mm. That That's not what we want to be. Mm. We want to always provide productive and positive solutions to everything. Yeah. So in every article, we're committed that if, if we're going to discuss the issue of rape yeah. or domestic violence or pedophilia, yeah. we want to provide productive mm-hmm. and positive solutions to them. Otherwise, you're just... In but or it, okay, negativity. so then the
0: other thing being then is it always necessary to concentrate? I know we are TMV, we are the Muslim vibe, but as we say, being Western Muslim people, is it relevant to always be commenting on Muslim issues? Or should we be more looking at the more general social fabric as, as I said, you know, the purpose being, as Muslims, is to be a one united, um, you know, body.
1: People, like the Prophet yeah. said, you know, no, 100%, one part no, of the no, body the thing hurts, is, the, the, hurts the whole humanity. Right? The, 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 thing, the thing that we want to kind of specify is right. that, look. Your Muslim identity mm-hmm. comes first and foremost, mm-hmm. and there's absolutely no reason to be ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're a British person, you're an American person, you're Swedish, you're French, you're Japanese, whatever it may be, but you're Muslim, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That Muslimness transcends mm-hmm. your Japanese identity mm-hmm. and your, uh, you know, what your other, you know, whatever, whatever it may be. Heritage, to get what I mean, yeah. Pakistani yeah, heritage yeah. or Jamaican heritage, yeah, 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 whatever yeah. it is. Islam transcends all of that, mm-hmm. because the problem is Islam is not, and and this is what people have tried to make it, even like recently, yeah. are tr- you know trying to make it a culture, yeah. as or opposed to a, a book of law. Yeah, you know, right, a b- bunch of rules, yeah. and then like it's compartmentalized. It's something yeah. I do at the mosque, yeah. and it's not like that. Mm-hmm. And we want to present Islam in that way where it doesn't have to, like you you can have a fun fulfilled life mm-hmm. to go. I mean, I assure you, I have a very fun life. You can do, <laughs> you can do, what you, I said that's so flag, convincing. Flag. He, he, he loves his life, I'm telling you. Right? So you, you can do yeah. whatever you need to do, yeah. but here's Islamic values to take with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's about the values and the principles, man. Mm-hmm. Like as in, mm-hmm. when it comes to talking about, you know, uh, pollution for example. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Dude, our religion has things about that. Do yeah, you yeah. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As in the principles that our religion teaches us, tells us Mm. that we cannot be polluting Mm. even littering Mm. i remember even like one time like i I learned a lesson from someone where i threw some litter on the floor Mm. and he goes bro don't Mm. litter i was Mm. like why he goes it's god's earth Mm. you don't have the right to like damage it by throwing your plastic around Mm. i was like you know that's so interesting right even islam has a principle to it. Mm. Yeah, there might not be a hadith that says keep Britain tidy Yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah. but you can take yeah. the logics from it, and that's mm. what we're trying to do is push out those deeper principles mm. And you know the most important thing that we need to do, mm. right? Like this is step one mm. forget anything else. Mm. We can have articles to the cows come home mm. The first thing that Muslims need to do is unite mm. and that's what we're working on mm. For too long. Mm. We've had issues where Shias mm. hate Sunnis mm. Sunnis hate Shias mm. Shias mm. hate Sufis mm. Sufis hate Sunnis mm. And we've just become lost mm. in this And it is that colonial uh, mindset That we've been trapped under mm. Right Where you know The white man creates mm. fitna Through mm. ideologies mm. Right I don't want to name names mm. Right mm. But then those ideolo- those ideologies That white man has empowered mm. Have now caused these divisions Inside our own community mm. And we've fallen for it mm. Mm we've fallen for it mm-hmm. we've seen on the muslim vibe just recently right muslims around the world were commemorating muharram yeah we feel it is 100% right for us mm-hmm. to share both the sunni and the shia perspective of ashura mm-hmm. imam hussein and muharram yeah. it's our history yeah, yeah of course right it's our collective history yeah yet unfortunately yeah unfortunately mm-hmm. and it's something that we we have to work on yeah there was so much like Unfo- H- like fitna, horrific,
2: horrific comment. You know, I, really? I
1: recently saw somewhere someone talking about, you know, oh, someone should, uh, Shias need to face what, um, Salahuddin done or something like that. And apparently, he killed 38,000 yeah, Shias. Yeah, he did, he did. And it's just like, and it's funny, like, no, he, li- yeah. he literally
2: said Salahuddin ha- had the right idea, he done the right yeah, idea yeah, yeah. by and slaughtering 38,000. And it's sure. just
1: like, we've sure. got into this, we've how can you say that like is mm. in how how are we like this do you mm. know what i mean and the funny
0: thing is this is what how it creates more division because the more ignorant we are the more we end up almost ignorantly offending one another because for instance i have a friend who thinks salahuddin is the greatest warrior now cuz he doesn't know that small part of history and there
1: were some very good things that he did of course there were yeah. some very very and good things i have things to that he acknowledge
0: did. that as well right but because they don't know then say for instance when they're in the company of a Shia they're not going to realize they may be insulting that person fortunately I know so I'm not going to insult that Shia do you know what I mean? Because
1: and it's, just the, research, right? it's yeah. just the matter of respecting each other it's just the matter of respecting each other's views and,
2: and the thing is even vice versa we, I mean, we had uh, an article I think it was called like uh, Shia Muslims I'm Sunni and I love my own saying too yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was going to say because you know, and I, even and yeah. that's our point we're, we're, we're here to facilitate both sides of the narrative. We're not here to push, you know. I listened to a
0: lecture just the other day um, by a Sunni brother, but he was talking in a Shia mosque during the 10 days of Ashura because he wanted to explain that in his history and research, this is only the last 100 or 200 years whereby we've been so divided yeah. that we commemorate in totally different ways. Yeah. And that has been again, like we've been discussing from the beginning today. The white it's, man's friend. It's It's almost, yeah, all just the power elite, the people of power. The best
1: way, divide and conquer. It's written on the dollar bill, bro. And, you know, and, it's and the way and the thing is, the thing work. is, and, and, and the longer we let this yeah. continue, the more we're damaging ourselves. Completely. When our sisters are getting attacked in the streets, mm-hmm. when our brothers and our must are being burnt, mm-hmm. right? When pigs heads are being thrown into our houses, all yeah. right? Those people are not asking us. Oh, are you Shia? Are you Sunni? No. Are you Sufi? Yeah, yeah. Which Tariqa do you follow? Which mother <laughs> do you follow? How do you do your wudu? Do you stand up with your arms folded? <laughs> yeah. Or your... they don't care. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. yeah and because we're so busy fighting ourselves yeah. the media or the the anti-islamic they movement they're having a field day at... and they're laughing at us mm-hmm. and they're looking like this is fantastic mm-hmm. keep mm-hmm. going at it mm-hmm. and this is the plan for us to be divided mm-hmm. whilst we're collectively oppressed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we can't stand for that And that's something that we're trying to reverse with the Muslim vibe I just want to kind of like Obviously we're uh, wrapping up So I just want to kind of like point out some key things That please we're looking do, to do, do in terms do. of the content So firstly with our articles Alhamdulillah they've been fantastic Yeah. Um, We're now looking to step it up In terms of the quality of the articles mm. We're looking for much more deeper um, Academically researched articles We really want to push out a a more intellectual mm-hmm. kind of uh, vibe, yeah. Um, because we're Muslims, at the end of the day, man, we're we you know we're gifted with like the most knowledgeable people in our history, mm-hmm. and we should be you know emblematic of that in mm-hmm. our in our own existence. Mm-hmm. We want to really step it up with the video content. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, since Nuri started, you know, we've been pushing out these like short videos, mm-hmm. you know, like the five facts and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that's Mm -hmm. been really good Mm -hmm. um we've had a lot of good feedback and engagement with that so we're going to be keeping that up um but inshallah uh, you know coming towards the end of this year we're going to be launching documentaries nice uh which are going to be really gritty Mm -hmm. um we're going to be you know discussing drug issues like i said the stuff that no one else wants to talk about yeah yeah uh, we're going to go and we're going to do it excellent um so that's something to definitely look forward to and the podcasts um, you know we've been getting good traction with that mm-hmm. and we're going to look up to ste- step up the quality of the podcast as well um, feature some more uh, different types of guests mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and make the whole experience a lot more kind of interactive okay excellent, excellent. well look man as I say uh, I think it's been an
0: amazing three years thus far I look forward to the next three years inshallah, inshallah and many more um, and yeah man it's, uh, it's been it's been a pleasure today man it's been an it's absolute, been an absolute pleasure. pleasure so um so yeah look once again guys thank you very much for having joined us today and following us make sure you subscribe share support follow all the rest of it i've been Anayat kanji this has been the tmv podcast with associate uh, in association with the muslim vibe um Assalamualaikum alaikum wa wa peace and blessings guys